Amen. It's good to be get together tonight, isn't it, and to feel the presence of God. I'm glad there's three of us that can say amen on that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, before we get in the Word, shall we just pray? That would be a good thing to do. Heavenly Father, we thank You for Your anointing. We thank You for Your presence. We thank You for Your Word. We thank You, Lord, that Your Word gives us life, and we pray that, Holy Spirit, You will teach us tonight from Your Word and that You would help us understand truth. I pray for everybody that's listening under the sound of my voice that they would hear not what the preacher is saying, but they would hear what the Spirit is saying into their life, into their home, into their family, into their business, into their workplace, into their community. In Jesus' mighty name, we give you all the praise and we pray for great fruit from your word tonight for the glory of your name. Amen. We just want to welcome everybody watching online as well. We're going to believe tonight that as you watch and in the days to come, whenever you view this message, that you will be changed by the power of God's word. If you've got a Bible, could you turn with me to Luke chapter 18? Luke 18, we're going to look at a parable tonight. Parables, as many of you will know, were earthly stories that revealed spiritual principles. And I believe in these verses tonight, which the Holy Spirit has put on my heart for you, we're going to find keys, we're going to find truths that are going to help you understand how God works and how you can demolish strongholds that are standing in your way. It's time for the strongholds to be demolished. It's time for breakthrough to come. But that isn't just God's responsibility. As you read this parable, you'll find that you've got a responsibility as well. Luke 18, and we'll read from verse 1. Then Jesus told them a parable to show them they, that they should always pray and not lose heart. He said, in a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected people. There was also a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused. But later on he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor have regard for people, yet because this widow keeps on bothering me, I will give her justice. Or in the end she will wear me out by her an end in please. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unrighteous judge says. Won't God give justice to his chosen ones. I'm going to read that bit again because some of you need to hear that. Won't God give justice to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he delay long to help them? I tell you, he will give justice speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? You know, this story that we've just looked at here speaks to us of a widow woman who is faced with an impossible situation, and naturally, it could never change. We find here that there's an en enemy, uh, an adversary, who had committed a crime against her and brought injustice into her life. This enemy was like a storm that just wouldn't stop. 
It was like a, a mountain that could not be moved. It was like a, a cycle or a season of attack that was just unending. Maybe you can relate to that tonight in this room or whether you're, you're watching right now. Maybe it speaks into your world because you might be facing an impossible situation that might not go away. Maybe there's an enemy coming against you right now that's bringing accusation or devastation to your life and nothing is changing. In fact, it might just be getting worse. You see, God is a good God. But it's clear that Scripture tells us that the, the devil is a bad devil. Jesus said this in John 10 verse 10. He said, the thief does not come except, except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that you might have life and life more abundantly. We've got to remember that the devil is a thief. We've got to remember that he's the accuser of the brethren. He's the father of lies. And your battle and my battle tonight is not against people. People are not your enemy. Circumstances are not your enemy. Situations might be the fruit, but they're not the root. Paul spoke about the root of the problem. In Ephesians 6 verse 12, he said, We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Church, that's your enemy. That's who your fight is against. And just like us, this woman was facing an enemy. She was under attack. She was facing injustice. But guess what? She didn't grumble. We're really good at grumbling sometimes, aren't we? She didn't com complain. She didn't become downcast about the issues she faced. She did something. I found this in my Christian walk. Sometimes nothing changes until you do something. And take you, until you take your eyes off your problem and place your eyes on God. Maybe there are people watching right now. Maybe there's somebody in this room right now that's being stirred in their spirit because they need to do something. You look at this woman and you find that she didn't stay silent. She didn't complain. She wasn't negative about her life and her circumstances. No, she brought the issues, the demand before an unjust, just, unjust judge. And even though the judge had no regard for her, petition, she kept coming day after day, month after month, maybe year after year, until that judge, judge released the justice that she deserved. And the good news for you and for me tonight is that we don't serve an unjust judge. Jesus is the opposite. God is the opposite of the judge that we read of in this story. He is a righteous, good God. He will give justice to His chosen ones who cry out to Him. He won't delay like the unrighteous judge. He will come to your aid and help you quickly and help you suddenly. In fact, Luke 18 verse 8 says this in the Amplified. Jesus says this, He said, I tell you, He will defend and protect and avenge his people speedily. Listen, I found this. When you come before God and worship him and cry out to him, he doesn't resist you. 
He doesn't ignore you. He hears you and he answers you through the power of his presence because tonight you don't come before a throne of judgment. There will be a, a throne of judgment on judgment day, but the Bible says that tonight as believers we come before a throne of grace. Hallelujah. It says this in Hebrews 4 verse 16. It says, let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we can receive mercy and grace in our time of need. This is the God that we serve. He's a good God. He's a righteous God. He always comes to meet the need of his people. That's his responsibility. You can always depend on God. You can always rely on God. He will always do what he says he will do. But this story isn't just about God's responsibilities. This story is also about our responsibilities. Just like God has a part, just like the judge has a part in this story. So we have a part in this story. Our part as a people of faith is to make sure that we're living right before the Lord. That we're living a life of prayer. And no matter what we face today, tomorrow, or the weeks or the months to come, we never give up. You know, you might find unbelief, you might find doubt, you might find the giving up spirit in the world, but it's not to be found in the church of Jesus Christ. We're to live that life where we persevere and press in. And keep on pressing in until God breaks through. I really do believe that we are on the brink of some major breakthroughs. But I'm telling you right now that it doesn't come to those who do nothing. We've got to stand on the word of God. We've got to fight the good fight of faith. That's what Paul said to Timothy. He said, fight the good fight of faith. Why is it a good fight of faith? Because we win. Hallelujah. When Jesus said it was finished, it was finished. We win. We are on the winning side. It's a good fight of faith because we win. And we believe God. And we persevere. No matter what the circumstances we face. I remember a number of years ago, myself and Anna were in a, in a meeting and there was a lady clearly there that was in severe pain and, and, and severe problems in her body and Afterwards, I found out that she'd been sick for many, many years, but you know, she didn't give up. She didn't own that sickness. She didn't say, this is my sickness. She didn't own it. She saw that it come from a different kingdom, and she believed that healing was her through the finished work of Christ. And she kept coming to meeting after meeting after meeting, believing the word of God. She kept on pressing in. She didn't like allow her circumstances, she didn't allow her body to, to dictate what the word and the will of God was for her life. She kept on pressing in. She kept on declaring that she was healed and she was whole, even when there was pain in her body. She kept on believing in the finished work of the cross and in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. She kept on declaring that by his stripes she was healed. And guess what? One day she came in, the power of God went through her body and she was completely healed from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. There's power in the word of God. You've got to stand on the word of God. Don't own sickness. Don't say this is my sickness. Don't go around declaring something that was over your family and over the generations in your family for many years. Don't, don't accept that. You're in a different kingdom right now. 
I remember a lady coming to myself and Anna many years ago and she said, will you pray for me? I just constantly worry. I'm a worrier. I said, well, that's not your name and that's not what the Word of God says you are in Christ. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. And we turned to her and we prayed that worry offer. Her mother was a worrier. Her grandmother was a worrier. They'd spoken words over her ever since she was a child. But we broke that spirit. We broke that curse. And we set her free in the name of Jesus. Don't owe those things that come from a different kingdom. You're in the kingdom of God. You've been transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. You're not a slave. You're not a pauper. You're not a beggar. You're a child of God. And breakthrough is coming. Hallelujah. We've just got to keep on pressing in. We've got to keep on believing. We've got to keep on seeking. We've got to keep on knocking. We've got to keep on asking. We've got to keep on declaring. We've got to keep on speaking to our bodies. When pain attacks our bodies. You know when pain attacks my body? Or I feel back pain or, or neck pain. I, I, I don't speak. I, I don't say that's pain in my body. I speak to that pain and I command it to leave in the name of Jesus. I stand on the word of God. The first medication that I take is God's word. It's healing to my bones. I want to believe the word. Hallelujah. Stand on the finished work of Christ. I believe that we're in a season of answered prayer right now. And we've got to press in. And not give up. Amen. Let me just give you a few truths from these verses. I believe the Holy Spirit just showed me that hopefully will help you tonight. Let me just mention three. Firstly, we must know the Word and understand our identity. Luke 18 verse 3. There was a widow woman in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice! Against my adversary or enemy. The widow woman was coming daily before an unjust judge in a court of law and demanding justice. You know, if you dig deep into the story and look at the culture and the religious customs of the time, you will find that this woman was doing what she wasn't allowed to do. You know as well as I do that in biblical times, women were treated like second-class citizens. Tradition tells us that a woman should have been represented by a man or a family member, but she went on her own to this judge. As a woman, she should have been silent, but she spoke out daily until she got what she wanted. You know, she was doing something in this story, in this parable that Jesus spoke about here. Something that seemed culturally and traditionally something that she was not supposed to do. And my question is why? Well, you know, this woman was not coming on her own authority. But she was coming on the authority of the law. Please make a note of that. She was coming on the authority of the law to demand justice. How do you know that, John? Well, in Exodus 22, verse 22 to 24. Deuteronomy 24, verse 17 and 18. Isaiah 1 verse 16 and 17 and many other places in the Old Testament, widows were to be cared for for their needs to be met. Exodus 22 verse 22 says that you shall not mistreat any widow 
for they will cry out to me and I will hear their cry and answer them. This woman could cry and demand for justice because she knew the right that she had concerning the law. Her identity here was in what God had said in his word, not in what the judge had said. And you know, for you today, your identity is not in what people say you are. Hear me now. Your identity is not in the lie, lies that the enemy sows into your mind or into your soul. Your true identity is found in the Word of God. That is a mirror of the true reflection that you are in Christ Jesus. Don't believe the circumstances that you're faced with right now. Don't believe the, the situations that you find yourself in right now. Believe the Word of God. Whatever challenge you face tonight, the solution for you and the solution for me is God's Word. You see, you might be finding sickness in your body right now. It's time to declare that by His stripes I'm healed. You might be in great need tonight, but Philippians 4 verse 19 says that your God will meet all your needs according to His riches in Christ Jesus. You might be in a battle, but the Bible says that the battle belongs to the Lord. You might feel like your life is going round in circles and you might feel hopeless tonight, but deep down in your heart, you know that God has plans for you. Hallelujah. Plans to give you a hope. Plans to give you a future. For this widow, widow woman, the law was the eternal law of God. And she demanded justice. Do you know we don't come tonight according to the law? We don't come according to just the Old Testament. We have the whole counsel of God. Hallelujah. We have the Old Testament. We have the New Testament. We have the Word of God that's sharper than any two-edged sword. We have the sword of the Spirit. We have authority. It's our legal authority on heaven, in heaven and on earth to change things. The, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Hallelujah. We've got to be like Jesus. When the enemy comes in, we declare like Jesus, it is written, it is written, it is written. This woman's boldness and tenacity and identity came out of what the Word says was rightfully hers and belonged to her. And the, and the same has to be said concerning each one of us. We are concerning what the Word of God says we are. David said this in Psalm 119, verse 89. He said, forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. God's word is settled. It's signed. It's sealed. God is watching over his word to perform it. Therefore, you and for me, the word of God has to be first priority. It's got to be our final authority. If God says it, so be it. When you get the word in your heart and confess it through your mouth, things change. Jesus said this, he said, man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. This is what makes us alive. This, what, this is what keeps us strong. This is what causes us to, to build our lives on the rock and not the stands of this life. It's the word of God. We stand on the word. We believe the word. Whatever we face in life, we go back to the fact and say, what does the Word say? Because the Word is truth. Circumstances will lie to you. Your mind will lie to you. Your emotions will lie to you. But there is one thing that will keep you and guard you and protect you. It's the Word of God. 
The word is truth. And once you know the truth, hallelujah. Can you hear me right now? Once you know that truth, that truth will set you free. The word of God has power to change everything in your world tonight. Stand on the authority of the word of God. Don't be ruled by circumstances. Don't allow situations to dictate your life and your future. Your future is determined by the word of God. You know Joshua 1 verse 8 as well as I do. It says this, let the book of the Lord not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. And then you will make your ways prosperous and you will have good success. Prosperity and success comes from knowing the Word of God, standing on the Word of God, believing the Word of God. That's where success comes from. Believing God's Word. Amen. Secondly, our words release the creative power of God through prayer. Luke 18 verse 2. There was also a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused, but later on he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor have regard for people, yet because this widow keeps on bothering me, I will give her justice. Then verse 7. Won't God give justice to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he delay long to help them? I tell you, he will give them justice speedily. Jesus said that this parable was about praying continually and not giving up. Prayer is a central focus here. Prayer involves words. It involves praying his word and his will. And you know, as we do that, as we cry out to him day and night, God promises... To answer our prayers speedily. It's interesting in this parable that this woman cried out and demand justice. She kept on coming. She kept on speaking. She kept on saying no one could keep her silent. Do you know naturally, traditionally, she wasn't supposed to do that. She wore a veil. At that time, women weren't supposed to speak. But she went against what was culturally a tradition. And she cried out. There is a time to cry out, amen. She cried out day and night. She kept on coming. And she kept on saying, give me justice. She knew that that confession, she knew that, she knew that those words that she spoke would bring about a possession of what was promised to her. And you know, the same must be said about us. I want to say this to you right now, church. Don't allow anything to keep you silent. Whether it be circumstances, distractions, or attacks from the enemy. Miracles are released through what we speak. There's life and death in the power of the tongue. I remember many years ago, a, a pastor sharing a story with me concerning his church. He was having revival in his church. There was amazing things happening. Every week, people were coming, not just from that state, but many other states within the U.S., and they were coming to his church, and God was doing incredible things in signs, wonders, and miracles. People were getting saved and healed every week. They were having four or five services on a Sunday because there were so many people coming. And a man a few states away heard about the meetings that were happening there. And he'd been in a wheelchair for 15 years. 
And he said to his wife, he said, I hear what's happening in this church a few, a f- a few states away. I, I want to get to that church. He said, if I just get to that church, I'm going to be healed. And his wife turned to him and said, nah, you, you, just, just, j- just forget that. Just keep reading the magazines. Just keep believing God. She, she just can't, tried to silence him. It's a long way for us to go. She kept on making excuses, but he kept on saying week after week, if I just get to that church... I'm going to get healed. He was speaking it into being. Amen. And you know, after a few months, she decided to take him to that church. And you know, he got to the church. They spent a few days just getting to the town. They got to the church. She got him out of the car in his wheelchair. They, she wheeled him up to the front of that church. And the ushers at the front of the church reached out their hands to just shake his hand. And as soon as as the usher shaked his hand, immediately the power of God went through his body and he got out of that wheelchair. Why? Because he spoke his future into being. He declared for months, if I can just get there, I will be healed. You know, as we confess the word of God, God's power is... Released. There's power in prayer. There's power in confession. Words are like seeds. They are containers when we speak the word of God. When we pray the word of God. There's power. The power of righteous men and women praying hallelujah availeth much. When we pray, when we speak the word of God, things change. Look at Genesis chapter 1. You will find that everything in creation, heaven and earth, universes, galaxies, were created through words. And God said, and God said, and God said, and God said. That's why we've got to be careful what we say. That's why we've got nothing good to say. It's better not to say anything at all. We've got to be careful. You know, if we haven't got anything good to say, just zip it. Because there's power in our words. Words are like seeds that create a harvest. I don't know about you, but I want to create a good harvest. I, I, I don't want to speak unbelief. I don't want to speak doubt. I don't want to question the word of God. Unbelief brings the spiritual atmosphere down. Faith brings the spiritual atmosphere. I want to speak words of faith. I want to declare to you what God can do. Amen. I want to stir you in your faith with the words of God. I want to speak that which will build you up, not tear you down. And I pray what is true for me will also be true for you. Speak the word of God. Pray things into being. It says this in Philippians 4 verse 5. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. That's our faith, with thanksgiving. Sometimes you've got to give thanks when nothing is happening. And nothing is changing. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Prayer changes everything. The right confession changes everything. When we speak the word of God, when we pray the word of God, when we stand on that word, when we pray it into being, there is a manifestation. Thirdly, finally, prayer through faith perseveres to see results. Hebrews 6 verse 12 says, Through faith and patience we inherit the promises. This widow kept on coming. She kept on asking. Until she got what was rightfully hers. Giving up was not an option for her. Let me just say this to you tonight. For those in the room, for those that are watching right now. Giving up is not an option for you. 
Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? God is wanting us to release our faith in him. Release our faith through our prayers. As we do that, God always responds to faith. I love Matthew 7 verse 7, which says, ask and it will be given. It doesn't say it might be given. It says, ask and it will be given. Knock and it will be opened. For everyone who receives and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. The literal meaning in the Greek is this. Keep on asking and it will be given. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking. Sometimes you just got to keep on knocking. That's what this woman was like. She didn't give up. She kept on knocking. She kept on asking. She kept on seeking. And the door was open to her. This is where perseverance comes in. When all things around you seem to fall apart. When things seem against you, you refuse to quit. You refuse to give up. You stand on the word of God. You remind yourself of the promises of God. You stand and having done all to stand, you keep on standing. You keep on believing. You keep on standing on that promise of God and you don't give up. We are not a people that give up. I remember a number of years ago, my daughter Keris was taken into hospital because when she was a child she had an issue with her heart and then a few years ago she had another issue with her heart and they had to do an operation. And you know at that time there was a lot of panic, there was a lot of fear. But we chose to believe God. We chose to pray. We chose to stand on the Word of God. And you know, there was lots of things that the doctors were saying at that time. This could happen. That could happen. The other could happen. But you know, that's when you believe the report of the Lord. That's when you stand on the Word of God. And we stood on the Word of God. And you know, she came through that operation. And she's stronger and healthier today than she was before she went through. Hallelujah. God was good. God was faithful. God is kind. God is gracious. But we had to stand. We had to believe the report of the Lord. We had to stand on the word of God. And maybe for some of you in the room right now, there might be challenges in life, challenges in family, challenges in business, challenges with friends, challenges in your faith. My encouragement to you concerning the word of God is this. God is faithful to his word. He is not a liar. He will not be mocked. He will do what he has promised he will do. Just don't give up. Giving up is not an option for you. You're like that widow woman. You've got tenacity. You keep on pressing in. You cry out day and night. Nothing else is a negotiation. You stand on the word of God. You stand on the promises of God. You don't step off that word. There's no other option. Just like for that woman, there was no other option. There is no other option for you. You stand on the word of God for your healing. You stand on the word of God for your breakthrough. You are single-minded. You are clear. I ain't moving off the word until God breaks through. Until the judge of the whole earth breaks through and brings justice for me in my situation. I ain't changing. I ain't moving. I'm standing on the word. That is my position. 
And circumstances are going to be moved before I move. Sickness is going to move before I moved. Lack is going to move before I move. I'm standing on the word of God. I ain't changing. I'm believing God. And because I'm believing the God of heaven and earth, he's going to come through and change what needs to change. Galatians 6 verse 9, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season, there's always a due season, for in due season we shall reap if we do not give up. I believe that this verse applies probably to many of us in this room, maybe to some that are watching right now. I really feel in my heart that we are near our due season. I want to say this by the Spirit right now. There's a harvest with your name on it. There's a breakthrough with your name on it. There's increase with your name on it. There's prosperity with your name on it. There's favor with your name on it. There's change. There's, there's, there's a change of season with your name on it. But you can't grow weary. Hear me right now. You can't grow weary. You can't give up. You're so near breakthrough. You're so near a change of season. You're so near that you can smell that harvest. Do not give up for in due season. And your due season is coming. You shall reap. Hallelujah. That which God has promised you. I know for a number of people in this spirit and I, in, in this church right now, now, and I know you by the spirit, you've been sowing, you've been believing, you've been standing on the word of God for many years. It might be for children, it might be for loved ones, it might be for something personally in your own life. Your due season is on the way. It's about to manifest. I declare that, I decree that right now. In the name of Jesus, you've been believing for your family. You've been believing for, for, for challenges that are going on in your life right now to change. There's a due season. There's a harvest. There's a breakthrough coming in the name of Jesus. We command it to break through right now. Because you don't serve an unjust judge. You ju serve a righteous judge. You don't come tonight before a throne of judgment. You come before a throne of grace. To receive mercy and grace in your time of need. Won't God give justice to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? There's been some crying. There's been some petitioning. There's been some, some calling on God day and night for some of you for many, many years. Won't God give justice to his chosen ones? Will he delay? I tell you, he will bring them justice speedily. I believe there's a word there for you. I want you to take it tonight. I don't want you to grow weary. I don't want you to grow tired. I want you to press in and pursue that breakthrough because it's coming in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Stand on the word. Know your identity. Speak the right words over your life. Stand on the promises of God. Don't move off those promises. Stand. Make them the, your final authority. Don't own sickness. Hate sickness. Don't allow those things to take hold of your body. Stand on the word of God. Believe God.
Staying faith. Because breakthrough's on its way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Father, we just thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We praise you. We bless you. We honor you right now. We thank you for your word. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. Lord, we just pray for those right now that are standing on your word for a breakthrough. If that's you right now, just, just, just stand where you are. If you're saying, I'm, I, I need a breakthrough in my life right now. If that's you, just stand where you are. I want to pray for you right where you are. If, if that's you in your, in your home right now, just stand where you are. And we're going to believe God right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, we just give you thanks. We give you honor. We give you glory. We pray, Lord, that that perseverance and that, and that spirit, Lord, that doesn't give up, that this woman clearly had, that, that Jesus taught us as a principle, that, Lord, that would be within us right now, that we would be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, that we wouldn't be moved off Your Word by circumstances or situations or delays or traumas or things that are going on that seem like storms and things that we go through. We pray, Lord, right now that we would be uh, that we would stand on your word, that we wouldn't be swerved off your word, that we wouldn't be drifted off the promises of God, that we would, but that we would stand strong in you this night. And I pray right now, Lord, for each person that's standing in this room, I pray those that are watching right now, Lord, that you would strengthen them in the inner man, in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I pray for loved ones even in this room right now, Lord, that are sick in their body. Those, Lord, that, that, that feel tired and weary. I just come up against that tiredness right now. I come up against that weariness right now. And I pray for strength and health in, in your people. I, I pray for, for loved ones, Lord, that aren't here right now. I pray for healing in their bodies from the top of their head to the soles of their feet right now. I pray for grace, Lord. Lord, Paul was really cl clear, Lord, that you gave him grace when he was weak. You said to him, Lord, that your grace was sufficient for him. Your power was made perfect in his weakness. And I pray right now, Lord, that there would be a release of your grace in your people in the mighty name of Jesus. Just pray for a moment with me. Just pray for a moment with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. 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 John, I just want to encourage you right now in Jesus' name that healing is yours. I want to encourage you and say press in for that full. Don't accept anything less than a full manifestation of the power of God. There's a testimony coming in the name of Jesus. Stand on the word. You're believing the word. There's, there's no other option, John. There is no other option. And we pray and agree with you right now for a full manifestation of the healing power of God in your body right now. In the name of Jesus. Leroy, we pray for you right now. We pray for Sally right now. We pray for a full and speedy recovery in her body right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for healing from the top of her head to the soles of her feet right now. We speak over her blood. We speak over her heart. We speak over... over over her lungs right now. We, we pray for strength right now. Where there's a weakness, we command strength 
to come right now in the name of Jesus. And we pray for fresh anointing even upon you right now, Pastor Lee, right in the name of Jesus. We command a release of fresh anointing upon you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. We pray that there would be a fresh release of the power of God through your body this night, that you would just know strength in your body, strength in your mind, even in the busyness of life, even in all the things that you do. We pray that there would be a release of the grace of God upon you right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And Father, we just pray for your servant right now. We just pray, Lord, that there will be a provision in every area of his life. Lord, in his health, Lord, in his wealth, Lord, 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 in, in his gifting, in the anointing that you've placed upon his life. We pray, Lord, that you would just use him. Lord, that, Lord your word says, Lord, that, that, that you'll always make a way, Lord, for the gifts that you've placed within us. The gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. And we pray, Lord, that you would just, just use him, even in these last days, for your glory. And we pray, Lord, that there will be no lack, no lack at all in any area of his life, in health, Lord, in finances, we just pray, Lord, for suddenlies of provision right now in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, Lord, that he would just be surprised. I pray, Lord, that you just surprise him with suddenlies right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, even this month and, and coming up to the end of this year, that there would just be surprises that will come in from your presence, Lord, to, to, to give him an abundance. We come up against all lack right now in the name of Jesus, and we call abundance in, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. And we bless him and we bless Sally right now. And we thank you, Lord, for the, for the blessing that they've been to this church and to the body of Christ for many, many years. And we honor them, Lord, as servants of Christ. And we pray, Lord, Lord, just for fresh anointing for them. Lord, we come up against every attack of the enemy right now, against them as a couple, against Sally and her body. We come up against it and we pray for healing and wholeness and restoration in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Praise your name. Praise your name. Father, we just pray for those that are watching online right now. We pray, Lord, that you'd strengthen your people right now in Jesus' name. We pray that you would give them hope. We pray, Lord, that you, that you would give, him, give them, Lord, a, an understanding, Lord, that you've got a plan for their lives and that you would pour in fresh anointing and fresh grace into their lives right now in Jesus' name. We come up against all despair. We declare, Lord, that you don't give people despair. You give them hope. We pray right now, Lord, that fresh hope will be released into people's hearts. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you for what you're doing in this church. We thank you, Lord, that you're with us. We, th we pray, Lord, that you would just strengthen the hearts of your people even right now. Lord, make them strong. We, we command all weariness to be gone right now. In the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, that your people right now will just shake off that weariness. Shake off that tiredness. Shake off that, that, that hopelessness in the mighty name of Jesus. And we pray, Lord, right now that fresh vision will come in the name of Jesus. And, and tenacity will come and perseverance will come. That they will be like that widow woman, Lord, that kept on pressing in and pressing in and pressing in and pressing in. Until the answer came, until it was released unto her. We pray, Lord, that your people will be like that. And we expect this year, Lord, sudden surprises from your spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Arabahata kasa brahanda manakasa. Abrahanda. For I say to you, this night says the Lord that, that there are no limits to what I can do. For life would seek to limit you. Circumstances would seek to limit you. 
people would seek to limit you, but there is no limitation with me, says the Lord. Therefore, take your eyes this night, even off your circumstances, says the Spirit of the Lord. See things from my perspective, for I want you to know, says the Lord, that you are living in a season, you are living in a time where I am doing to my people more than they can ask, think, or imagine, for there is famine in the world, says the Lord, but there is favor in my church. Draw on that favor this night, says the Spirit of the Lord. There is no lack in my house. There is no lack in heaven. There is no recession in my kingdom, says the Lord. Therefore, draw that which you need this night. Believe me, says the Lord, and watch what I will do, for I, I am able to do more than you can ask, think, or imagine, says the Lord. For for some of you, it's time to dream again, says the Lord. For some of you, it's time to believe again, says the Lord. For some of you, says the Lord, it's time to lay down the questioning and lay down the doubt and to take up the shield of faith, says the Spirit of the Lord, to come to me with faith. For as you come to me with faith, so I will go to you in power, says the Spirit of the Lord. Come, for this is the season, this is the time when I am removing the limitations so that you can see the provision of your God in your life. Come, says the Lord. Come in praise and I will come in power, says the Spirit of the Lord. I am ready to do a new thing, says the Lord. For just like things are changing in the natural, just like the seasons are changing and going from summer into spring and into harvest, so the seasons are changing in my, by my Spirit in this time, says the Lord. There's a change in the spiritual realm. There's a change, says the Lord. My favor is being released in a fresh way. My goodness is being released in a fresh way, says the Lord. What has taken years is going to happen quickly. I'm accelerating my plan. For you've said these are the last of the last days. And they're not just the last days for darkness. They're the last days for my glory to be manifest through you, my people, says the Lord. Therefore, ask and watch it being given. Watch it being released, says the Lord. For this is the time for me to provide and release my goodness to my people in a fresh way, says the Lord. Winter is over, says the Spirit of God. Spring is here. Believe me and watch what I will do, says the Lord your God. Father, we give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory for your word. We pray right now, Lord, that you will seal that word in your people's hearts. Whatever they need to remember tomorrow morning, let them remember it so that they can walk in the reality of truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.